1: Chiefs, wide open Gonzalez, 15, 10, lowers the shoulder, leaps into the end zone, touchdown, Kansas City, what a day for Kansas City's brilliant tight end, Tony Gonzalez. He's the pride of Smith Center Kansas. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the skaters, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown, Kansas City,
2: Dayton Marcus Allen. He's a member of the Kansas Association of Broadcasters and Missouri Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame. Balls off tackle left. Gets a block at the 10. Breaks attack, tackle. left near front pylon.
1: Touchdown Kansas!
2: City. He's a four-time Emmy winner.
1: Holmes in the pocket, floats a pass near side, Kelsey over the shoulder, he's got the catch, he's got the touchdown, Kansas City! And
2: he loves him some pooches. Picked up by Watson, Watson can go all the way, the seventh round pick, 10-5, Jalen Watson! Entering his 30th year as the voice of the Chiefs.
1: For the second time in four seasons, the Lombardi
2: Trophy has a red and gold. Reflection. It's Mitch Holtis on Fesco in the Morning. Oh, I love this. Three decades of calling your team. Iconic calls. Mitch's appearances are brought to you by Silverstein Eye Centers. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Centers. Mitch, happy new year the to you. Sir. Happy new year to yeah. you. We've got a big weekend of football. Another big weekend for you calling a game against your Bengals, not not your Bengals, but a team you, you used to this town wants to see beat.
1: Yeah, don't call them my Bengals. No, I didn't mean that. Uh, let's don't go there. Uh, <laughs> but I would tell you, Bink, this is the kind of game where you either run to the fight or That's you right. run from the fight. And you have got to run to this fight. This isn't Super Bowl parades. This isn't unicorns and candy canes. This has got to dig down and find it. At the end of the game last year in the AFC Championship game, this was the team who had talked all week, and the mayor was letting her rip with Kelsey going the Jabroni. But this is what I said. You can doubt the Chiefs dislike the Chiefs, disrespect the Chiefs, and have to deal with the Chiefs. But I also said at the end, grab a bucket of guts. This is your kind of game, Bing. Yep. And grab a bucket of guts because let's we're going to talk offensive line here. It's been my thesis all week long.
2: Well, this team, uh, you know, like Ed Buddy, take, just take the fight to them. Like, the, instead of letting yeah. being reactionary, just take the fight to the other team, bring that physicality, like we've seen from the defense all year, you know, kind of bullying number one receivers. let see the line do some of this stuff.
1: People can accuse me of cross-promoting here, but honestly, if they've got 25 minutes today driving around town or running errands or time at work, Matt McMullen and I did a podcast this week on defending the kingdom, and it's called uh, O-Line University, Catalyst of Victory. Now, let's just start, go there, and you're going to hear an extended version of of what you and I talk about all the time, what fans, we play fantasy football, but nobody ever talks about the offensive line. Ed Buddy passing in the 9th of December, but his service was this week. It was on Wednesday, and it was very very uh, emotional, it was touching, but it also accentuated Ed Buddy doing the dirty work and nobody really truly appreciated it. He makes the block on 65 toss power trap, or there is no 65 toss power trap. And people can go back and watch that video. So that leads me to this week, Cincinnati, the crux of the matter is the offensive line. And I... Love these guys. Love them. If you're around Trey Smith or Joe Tooney or Creed Humphrey, I'm getting to know Wanya Morris-Mar. Don't know Joanne Taylor all that well, but will? If you're around those middle three especially, you'll understand how, how just cool they are, special they are. They do something in the summer. Offensive linemen have their own little university, their own little consortium, if you will, run by Duke Manyweather. It's called OL Masterminds. It has never been harder Bink, to play offensive line in the National Football League. And that's where it starts this week.
2: Well, I tell you what, the offensive line masterminds is or, uh, is well-respected. I mean, people talk about that stuff uh, all the time. I know Braden Thorne, uh, part of that as well, and people can follow around with him because he's always talking offensive line uh, throughout Twitter. But uh, absolutely, I remember doing the Torres Paylor show. He had... Braden Thorne on from offensive line masterminds. Uh, his final show, he had uh, uh, Braden Thorne on from OL Masterminds. Wow. So I know how I know how big that is. But yeah, it was a, his final guest uh, with the He was talking about the uh, about the offensive line masterminds. But bring the fight, Mitch. I mean, there's so many times. I remember going back to preseason and everything, and you noticed it. I mean, this team they love to punish you, you know, and they did. And that game wasn't a good example that the Raiders, but. You know they had that in them at the beginning of the year. They had that fight in them a little bit or a lot of bit and hopefully you'll see it more this year but or this uh, the rest of the year but they they've had it before cuz we've seen it. We've seen the glimpses of this offensive line now being that you know that tough group.
1: And this week there is no choice. They've got it starts with them. Not Mahomes, not Kelsey, not the D-line, not the DBs. It's with the OL. And I respect those guys so much that I can say that, and I actually talked to him face-to-face about it this week. Well, the Raiders, and, well, and, and, and I won't say who it is, but I had one of the coaches just reviewed some of the video with me that said, I mean, the Raiders took the fight to us from the very beginning, stuck of that game. Mm-hmm. And it was like the boxer came out in the first round and started landing blows, and we honestly didn't punch back until much later. And, I mean, the Raiders took the fight to us. And it was just apparent. But when I went back and looked at the video, I was like, oh, my gosh. I just kind of stared at the the wall for a second. We have got to grab a bucket of guts here in this game and take the fight to these guys. Plain and simple. We can give a 1,000 stats. We can talk about, you know, uh, that the Chiefs have faced this uh, historic schedule where five teams have had extra time to prepare, yeah. which it was just it's amazing to me. Like The league has got to deal with this. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. That game's on. It's on at 325, and it's its going to start with those guys. And then hopefully, like a brush fire, like we said in the podcast, spreads through the whole team. But it really starts with those guys. You have got to initiate the fight here. And you know with linemen, you've been around them, you studied them, played it. You don't have to take blows all the time as an offensive lineman. You can deliver them. And that's where we got to be in this game.
2: Yeah, totally deliver them. But, yeah, that, uh, that rest thing does make a huge difference. That's definitely something that's really Gee, noticeable percent. from the beginning. I mean, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, all these primetime games and stuff, they got to figure it out. And it, uh, Mitch, the running back situation, because here's the one thing about it. Uh, the running backs are a little bit uh, banged up at this point. The illness, uh, Clyde Edwards' Lair. not sure. Of course, Friday's the big day uh, to find out. If, you, if you're practicing better practice there. you're probably not going to play. Um, uh, under Andy Reid. Isaiah Pacheco still with a concussion in his shoulder. He was a did-not-practice. The one thing about it is, unless the running game, like you said, you talked about this offensive line making punches, we start seeing defenses start creeping up now. They start creeping up now because they're not worried about your even setting back in s- certain situations because they're not worried about your running game. What are the Chiefs going to do at running back?
1: That uh, I cannot answer that at 738 because there's still uh, a lot of, Decisions to be made. You just laid it out. I mean, there's a chance Isaiah Pacheco could play. It's not been ruled out, but you have to go through every bit of the protocol, and even then, he may not be cleared. So, uh, just stay tuned on that one. With Clyde, I don't know. Now, let's just say if they can't go. We already know McKinnon's on IR. That means all three of your running backs would be out. i yeah. not sure I've ever seen that either, but You would have to elevate, again, LaMichael Pirine, who played with the Jets some. He was good in the preseason for us. He's had one touch this year for one yard. After that, you'd have to elevate Deneric Prince. You only elevate two guys. I'm not sure this is going to work. if then none of those guys can go. Because there's Keontae Ingram that's also here. Keontae's on the practice squad. He's got some uh, experience because he was actually the Arizona Cardinals Running back, or at least one or you know one, two, or two and a half, uh, with the Cardinals. So Keontae has some experience. If they go to, you know, they have to get all the way to that level. But it's a pertinent question, but I can't answer at seven (laughs) thirty-nine. We'll know more by four o'clock. And I'm telling you, it's going to be it's going to be you may be playing
2: two practice squad guys as your running backs. Yeah, and maybe rely on Mahomes because Mahomes did hit his career high in rushing um, last week in that Raiders game. He hit that mark of 387. uh Jake Browning, uh, the starter for the Bengals, interesting guy. I mean, he had, a, he had a great career at Washington, goes undrafted. His senior year in high school, he was an unbelievable high school. He threw 91 touchdowns his senior year in high school. But what has made him so successful now? Because he you know floated around with Minnesota and everything before he became a Bengal.
1: Really interesting. He had 23 transactions. He came into the league in 2019. Hadn't played until this year. And within two organizations, Minnesota and Cincinnati, there were 23 transactions. Me. He was added to the practice squad. He was cut. But back on the practice cut, the Vikings cut him and brought him back three times. And the Bengals have had him up and down and up and down and up and down. Never played, never played, never played. 19, 20, 21, 22. Then Burrow gets hurt. Now, his first four starts from completion percentage bank are the, uh, either first or second since 1950 at the top of the league. Like he was 87% against Jacksonville, 32 out of 37. Why is he successful? He's accurate. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo was saying yesterday, he said it publicly, but he told me privately, I, I, I got to look, double look and make sure it's not Burrow on the on the video. Because Browning is very capable. You mentioned he was a high school phenom in Folsom, California. But this guy can play. Now, what they're doing, it's the short passing game. If Jamar Chase is back, and it looks like he's going to be, that may be some times he's launching it. But Joe Mixon becomes a key figure in this game because they're throwing to Joe Mixon in the intermediate running back passing game. And then T. Higgins has stepped his game up And maybe the play of the year, when in that Viking, it was a Vikings game, I think he swung his arm around and scored uh, at the pylon. But T. Higgins and Joe Mixon, even if Jamar Chase plays, has become the
2: centerpieces for Jake Browning, who's playing at a winning level. Wow. I mean, he had an incredible career going out. I remember coming out of high school, he was a phenom. Gatorade player of the year twice. Um, He broke the career, touchdown record of, believe it or not, national record of Matty Mock. From Missouri, what is this? 229 touchdowns. He had a full, oh, to go along with his uh, spotless uh, GPA. It's been incredible. Uh, Mitch, last night we had but the. Wait uh, a minute, Bank. Wait huh? a minute, Bank. Aren't you surprised? People could have claimed him. Oh,
1: they could have. I'm, I'm shocked. Lead. I'm shocked, man. Four years he sat there could have been claimed as on the practice squads, and nobody yanked this guy and said, well, let's give him a shot because now he's playing like a starter.
2: Well, oh, it's unbelievable. Being the first true freshman to start at Washington and everything else—I mean, the guy, the guy had a good career. I was surprised he went undrafted. and claimed that 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 definitely uh, completely surprises me. Uh, Mitch, I know you were watching the Pop Tart Bowl uh, with Kansas Oof. State Wildcats. I know you had to have been watching some Avery Johnson. No, you had to be locked wow. into the Pop Tart Bowl. And, and I, because Dave Dorn, you know, has Kansas City ties, of course, and Kansas ties, and went to Bishop Miege. He's coached North Carolina State. I did find it interesting. Mitch, in 118 years of football. North Carolina State only has one year where they had at least double-digit wins. That's incredible to me. And they could have got and that. La- a- they could have got that last night, but didn't. That's that's incredible to me.
1: And they've had some studs that have played there. Russell Wilson was there before he had the one-year transfer to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look, at guys, just look at NC State guys that have been in the NFL, and and, and it'll it'll stun you. Dave's a really good coach and he's done good things there at NC State. But Avery Johnson now, there was, ugh, there's a little bit of uh, red 15 in him. Uh, he, he's he got a chance to be special. There's one uh, unblocked blitzer coming from his blind side, and it's like he didn't see him but felt him and then did a 270-degree spin and scrambles because the kid's fast. He's from Mays uh, down near Wichita, but I mean, he's fast. He's got an arm. He's accurate. He and K State did with him kind of like uh, the Chiefs did with Alex Smith and Mahomes, where uh, Avery had to stay patient and learn from Will Howard. It was willing, those guys were willing to coexist, much like Howard and Adrian Martinez were able to coexist. That doesn't happen often. And but Avery, Avery Johnson is now a special talent. They got to put some dudes around him, but if they do, look out he's, he's got a little PM 15 in it.
2: Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch, especially next year in the big 12. Oh, yeah. you're hey, Mitch, you're such a historian of the state of Kansas and football. I I am uh, asking you a selfish question here. All right. Best player ever out of the state of Kansas. Obviously Barry Sanders would have to be yep. there. Where would you put a guy? And I'm saying this, I'm, I'm being serious. Where would you put a guy like Darren Sproles? Because Darren Sproles, is what, the career leader in the NFL as far as all-purpose yardage, or top three, something like that. He's he's way up there in all-purpose yardage. But Darren Sproles, Bubba Starling, they've been some great ones coming out of the state of Kansas. I just wonder who you'd put at number two.
1: Either John Riggins would be hard not to put in there in the top three somewhere. The Centralia Panther, Super Bowl champion. Different guy, right? He was more of a power runner, but he had enough uh, speed to break it away. But those three guys, but Sproles is in this discussion for sure. Darren played longer than those two guys. Darren was nearly as explosive and and very similar to Barry in the fact that he could do unusual things in the way he moved without stopping. He could cut without stopping. It was crazy. Uh, And then they both had that low power. Neither one of them very tall. But I'd put Rigo in there, uh, you know, as a discussion of an all-timer in the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
2: Well, it's interesting. Darren Sproles, I get asked all the time, who's the best player ever to come out of Kansas City? And I always I always say, well, as far as being a pro, would be Darren Sproles, who actually he's sixth all-time in 19,696 yards, all-purpose in the NFL, which puts him six, uh, only behind Rice, uh, Brian Mitchell, Walter Payton, Emmitt Smith, Frank Gore, then Darren Sproles. I mean, it's unbelievable he's done. So I still say Darren Sproles. Out of Kansas City.
1: I, I would say Darren Sproles. I mean, I, I'd take all arguments, and you just laid out a really good one, but put Sproles on this Chiefs team Ugh. right now. He could be RB. He could run the the uh, jet sweep stuff. He could – oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he could do everything. And uh, at for North. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm. i take on all arguments, but I, I'm thinking Darren Sproles is right there as the best player ever to come out of the Kansas City Metro.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that, Mitch. It's always fun. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, I hope, well, this is selfish. didn't play in the bowl game last night, but Ben Sennett, uh, I hope he's a chief, but uh, Kansas State Wildcat. But didn't play, but uh, that's who I want to see. Well, we just got to grab a bucket of guts, man. <laughs> bucket and, of guts, man. Is,
1: grab a bucket of guts. People are, hey, go to the parade and, hey, let's be at the stage at Union Station. But when it gets tough, man, this is the Alamo. We might be playing practice squad, guys, but that offensive line, it starts with them. They're the first line. They first are the line. first line in front of the enemy here, and we got to have those guys bring it uh, at the highest level. And I love those guys, and they know it, but we got to have them. They've got to take the fight to Cincinnati. They can't take blows. they got to deliver
2: them. Yeah. You know what, Mitch? 100% with you, maybe pooches will sell a buck of the gets, man.
1: Yeah, they'll have some ready on sale at noon.
2: Maybe <laughs> they'll sell. I want a bucket of guts. They can man. get them. They can go over to Kensington Locker and get yeah. them. To have all kinds of guts. Just
0: put
1: on yeah, the menu. Yeah, you'll have. Put them on the menu. Lined up. Just bucket lined of- up in the
2: alleyway. Hundred <laughs> percent, Mitch. Have a great call. As always, we'll be listening to you uh, here, like we always do. Grab a bucket of guts, Pink. Let's do this. Grab a bucket of guts. Thank you, Mitch. Take care. See ya.